Wow, we I that felt good. That <clears throat> felt like we nice harmony. Got back to an original classic. We there. did. I, I've been seeing a singing coach, and we've kind of we've kind of structured out the the hymns and halls of the uh, the chords there. But I, I think uh, <laughs> you usually go a little bit deeper, actually. Yeah, so you could tell you're you're. I'm trying to branch. Progress. I'm trying to branch out. I'm trying to do something a, a little different. You know, the baritone has always been my lane that I stay in. But you know how I do things. I drive outside. You the know lane. how I do, girl. You know how I do it. I sometimes <laughs> drive on the median. You already know what I did. <laughs> And I sometimes get a DUI. I sometimes get a DUI for driving on the wrong side of the shoulder. Come on now, son. Have you ever driven on the shoulder in the middle of the road along the median? Like, do you have a shoulder on the right? But then sometimes there's enough room to, like, park on the left middle median. Yeah. Yeah, like you, on 295, you tear through some of that grass in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done that where uh, it's really dark out on the Black Horse Pike and there's that median that uh, is on the left and you don't see it at first? Oh, yes. Yeah. I know where you're talking like, about. Right, right by like Nicholson Road. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you find out real quick that it's there. Driving in the dark is dangerous. I had to drive in the dark the other day, and I, I feel like I'm 90 years old because I I'm know. like, I can't really see the lanes anymore. I know. Driving yeah. in the dark. It's a good Bruce Springsteen album. I was going to say, it does sound like it could be an old Springsteen. <laughs> driving late in the evening, <laughs> and I can't see motherfucking shit. <laughs> I go up on the median. I hit a kid feeling the same, same way. way. I ain't nothing but <laughs> hammered. <laughs> Driving drunk with my boy Barack Obama. <laughs> In this fucking Jeep. Listen to our failed podcast, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're all just driving drunk to the harp. What's the name of that song? Um, Dancing in the dark, but we're driving drunk in the dark. Driving drunk in the dark. Yeah, you got it. That's a daytime activity, especially when you're into your thirties. I uh, I did Sonia's podcast. Oh Um, yes, yeah, you did that as well too. I did. Yep, yeah. But she she was asking me about when Jack was conceived, and I I think it was around (laughs) the the fourth of July. So I said something like we were. I think I was like I can't remember when, but we were banging on the fourth of July, and we were both like. That sounds like a Bruce Springsteen album. Banging on the 4th of July? Yeah. Banging on the 4th of July. That definitely, I can already see the music video. You're on the boards in Asbury Park with an American flag. It's all What's more patriotic than conceiving on the 4th? The only thing more patriotic than conceiving on the 4th and writing a rock hit about it is having Bruce Springsteen get a DUI in a Jeep, which he did. I mean, yeah. I mean, that guy is America. He is America, and then that didn't stop him from getting a endorsement deal with Jeep for a Super Bowl commercial. Do you remember that? No, but yeah, I'm not surprised by that. They they don't give a fuck. It was during it was they during the <laughs> it was during the Eagle when the Eagles were playing the Chiefs, and oh. they had a Bruce Springsteen Jeep commercial when like two weeks prior he got a DUI. Really? And they still ran the commercial because Jeep was probably like, "Fuck!" I mean, we're about four mil in on this yeah. endorsement right now. Come on down to Cherry Hill Nissan, <laughs> Cherry Hill Jeep. We got to run that back, dude. We, we got to do an updated version of that. It was of one the, of my favorite sketches that we've done, and it's like really. 
really did no numbers. But it was the first one, not first one, but like first. True, true. It was like one of the first, and it was funny because you had the idea down, and I didn't <laughs> see the guy you were mimicking until after the mm -hmm. fact. And I was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were just being South Jersey scumbags, so I'm just out there in natural character. I mean, that was worked great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we should go to the same parking lot. It is still an abandoned, vacant lot. Yeah. That's on the White Horse Pike at the old Newton Diner, right? We should buy that lot. And, and do something man. now what do you think would be the best thing to do with a vacant lot on the white horse pike in south jersey because i mean that's a prime location yeah um that yeah coming off the black horse pike what do you wish was there that's like that's that they don't have you know that, that's what you got to think of both the black and the white horse pike both have the cream of the crop when it comes to businesses you got wawa wawas you got used car dealers a lot of tire stores. For some reason, a lot of tires going down there. Yeah, there's like Jiffy Lube. There is uh, Mr. Goodyear. Yeah. Pep Boys. Pep Boys. There's Auto Zones Auto galore. Zone. You got those. Then you also have um, discount liquor stores. I have never been to a full price liquor store in my life because no. of the amount of Joe Canals. Fuck no. <laughs> but then there's a lot of. You seen all the puffin pipes that are popping up everywhere? Yeah, there's like a, a lot of them. They're they're like, like the, the head shops. Yeah, head shops, puffin pipes, smoking cigar. They're not a very creative name. It's just called smoking cigar. They're often across the street from each other. Um, but yeah, what is missing? What's missing? What's the missing link? Um, um, kickball field, adult yeah. kickball action. <laughs> yeah, right onto the highway. Hot dog stand. Yep. Hot dog stand. We could do that. We could, we mean, could have. A, we have room for a few hot dog stands. Yeah. I um, mean, that, that's something that you know, business wise, you and I could probably handle. But you know, maybe we should think bigger. Bigger. I'm thinking topless juice bar. Ooh. Topless. There's the missing link. There it is. And I'm thinking juice bar like what you would get inside of a Planet Fitness or like a like a Royal Fitness for the yeah. hyper locals here. I don't know if there's enough underage Asian women to to hire for a, underage for an establishment like that. <laughs> yeah, there always seem to be underage Asian women that are working at those topless juice bars. Not um, that I've ever been in one. But if if you were to go in one, you would picture there would be heard from a lot of sources. I one time my uncle brought me and my cousins to one in California, and that seemed to be the demographic. Everyone that worked there was a very young Asian woman. <laughs> I, I think we could do some scouting, hold some interviews. I have a Zip Recruiter account. I think we can. Um, uh, got a Black Friday deal on that. It was fifty oh, percent off. Of course yeah. you did. Yeah. So now I just need a the job. Danny discount. Yeah, I got it. I was like, this is a great deal. Fifty percent off of my first year on Zip Recruiter, but now I just need something to hire for. So this is comes at a good time. <laughs> yeah. um, topless juice bar. What topless juice bar. Imagine you on LinkedIn with a <laughs> in a suit and tie. It's like owner and operator of Topless Juice Bar called Tits and Tits and Tito's. I was thinking legs and eggs. We just go legs and eggs. Go. That's it. All we serve are scrambled eggs and Tito's topless. and Tits. Tito's and Tits. <laughs> <laughs> then you change your name uh, officially to Tito Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's from my mother's side. It's yeah. Tito Callahan. Uh, we're going to open in beautiful Mount Ephraim, New Jersey. Um, yeah, well, they used to have 42 exotic showgirls. Was that on the Black Horse Pike? I don't know about that one. 42 Exotic was the spot when we were young men that was a strip club, um, which uh -huh. I was too young to go there at the time. But every time you would drive by, I remember like with my dad, I'd be like, what's that? He's like, nothing. <laughs> 42 Exotic. They had a big sign. I don't know if it was on the Black Horse Pike. It Maybe 42 it wasn't. sounds like it would be right over there because Black Horse is closer to the 42. Mm. Like, uh, 
It was uh, near near that area, but um, I'll have to look, look, look. Any South Jersey historians out there? Please pull up 40, 42 Exotic is what it was called. Forty two Exotic Showgirl Girls. If you're from South Jersey, you know what I'm talking about. Fuck, we're gonna have to do a deep dive, a little history. Uh, uh, we'll pull. It, uh, you do one Google search. We'll pull it up right here. Did it, it have a neon sign outside? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you cannot go into an establishment establishment like that if they do not have a neon sign with at least one letter burnt out. No, otherwise it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a place I would want to be caught dead in at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Got to be fully alive for that. But yeah, what are some other ideas? You know, strip club, obviously. Yeah, strip club slash top. Like a really bar. disgusting rundown strip club. And, you know, that kind of fits there perfectly. But yeah, th- there's really not a whole lot that you can do that's not like a strip mall sort of store. You know, like a... Yeah. No, no matter what it is, though, we're going to have one of the wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men outside. Oh, though. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if it's a doctor's office. It's like, come on, get and get your pap smear. And you have <laughs> one of those things. Yeah. We could open a fake casting agency and then just like try and submit stuff. Yeah. All, all your ideas are revolving <laughs> around uh, some sort of gonna pornography. Come, we're going to come into a studio and it's just going to be like green screen ceiling to floor and i'm just going to be in there with a camera and be like yeah why don't you strike a few poses yep. for me yeah yeah i mean once your name's officially tito it's kind of, you don't really have a choice yeah that is true yeah, yeah. i feel like you in a hawaiian shirt unbuttoned though. name's tito <laughs> tito like the guy from rocket power yes uncle tito yep. that that's i'm uncle tito uncle i'm gonna T. like i'm gonna oil myself up open uh hawaiian shirt open chest you know what'd be a great business model in all seriousness is a gay bar I mean, the amount of biz that those guys do. Yeah, and I don't think there's any gay bars in South Jersey. I mean... I couldn't name one, and I already got the name. It's going to be called The Toolbox. There you go. Yeah, got to go on down to The Toolbox, meet the fellas. Yeah, what What do you think is uh, the like the the best gay hangout for gay men? Um, you know, we have a lot of gay men listeners of the pod. We do, demographics. Um, they're looking up. for you know a new hangout. Uh, maybe like Collinswood down that strip. It's super cute. It is cute. There's a lot of people walking around with wine, open wine bottles for the BYO aspect of it. I'm wondering where the gay men hang, though. Uh, you would think you would know, but. I couldn't tell. I mean, I know where most of the guys, just based on my Craigslist history, I could tell you like pinpoint where I've met them. But as far as like I'm hangs. I'm talking about like real gay men that like are, you know, they, they, oh. they dress well. They're. You know, a, a contributing mm. member to society. They make your neighborhood nicer. Not those Craigslist guys that are fucking disgusting. Yeah, they're ruining the industry. Yeah, those closeted gay dudes on <laughs> Craigslist, dude. Come they, out already, dude. Yeah. And stop being a pervert. Yeah, they just want a reason not to leave their wife. So they're just trying to do things very discreetly at the Wawa and Hamilton outside of the Red Box. Per yeah. capita, I don't know if there is uh, an area other than South Jersey that has more closeted gay men than America. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're a gay man in south jersey you full for sure uh have a wife and kids yeah that that's pretty definite that would definitely be i could see coming out in a survey that was done yeah i think maybe we can yeah we gotta do something shady like like that of like getting some poll numbers and some surveys done we can run like a fake tax uh um center as well and just scam old people yeah, Mostly but we, you can do I that from home, though. You don't yeah. really need an office for that. Yeah, you could work from home to do that one. Yeah, we're going to have to feel free to send in your ideas for what business we're going to get. How much do you think that lot's going for? About 40 k maybe? 
I would I would guess forty to fifty k. Yeah. Yeah, and we could both put that down like tomorrow if we. Uh, They're just going to put like a franchise, you know, some sort of chain. You, you know, it's going to open up a Royal Farms to start beef with Wawa down the street, or it's going to be a fucking um, Long John Silver's or new Chick Fil A or a Chipotle. But like, yeah, if you put a cool business there, it just wouldn't really even fit. Like. Bowling alley. There we go. That actually is not a bad idea. Bowling alley or a car wash. Car wash. There's is a, so many car washes on the Blackboard's bike. <laughs> but dude. we're going to be different. We're going to be different at this topless car wash. Car wash. Topless car wash. It's nothing but whores, both men and women, because we're an <laughs> equal opportunity employer. Oh, yeah. And now I'm going to be on ZipRecruiter hiring for my topless car wash. Why hasn't anybody instituted that? I mean, we definitely need... I mean, jugs, like whether they're plastic or middle-aged men tits, they're going to be rubbing on your Honda Accord. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be our slogan. <laughs> yep. Yeah, horny whores. Horny whores. We're going to work in like the horn of a car going in there. And yeah, exactly. It's horny for, you know, the uh, yeah for the horns of, our, the, of the car. Our, and whores because that's who we're going to hire. That's who was washing them. Yeah. yeah. It's for women that want to get out of the kitchen kitchen and do some washing elsewhere. This is not <laughs> a work from home type of job. Yeah. We, we really encourage our employees to be back in the office. Yeah, back in the office. And by the office, we mean in some suds on the white horse yeah. bike. <laughs> yeah, suds and duds. Suds, that's a good name there. Our merch we would sell is a bumper sticker that says honk if you're horny. You Me come. and you with suds all over us. It's <laughs> called Suds and Duds. Yeah. In blazers, no t-shirt underneath. Yeah. Yeah. That would work out so well. The bumper stickers for honk if you're horny with our little like uh, website on there for the car wash. Um, we would put all of those like high school sports teams that try and do car washes to raise money. We would put them all out of business. Your volleyball team is going down. Dude. Just had a good idea that we could put there. My yeah. brother actually came up with this idea. Ooh. So I'm trying to, you know, the bowling alley struck up, you know, like what's more fun ideas? I mean, you know, obviously the, the yeah. strip club, you know, we we kind of started with that. Bowling alley, that's a good idea. Um, top golf, that might not be great because you're going to shoot it right onto the, you know, you got the highway right there. There's yeah. really no room for it. Yeah. But my brother had this idea of a karaoke place, right? Mm-hmm. But you play with uh and and this is trademark we call trademark on this yeah we're calling it it's like the top golf of karaoke because what you do is you have a live band you have different live bands playing in different rooms Mm -hmm. and then you uh get to to be the lead singer but you have a live band behind you so it's karaoke but with a live band so you come up to this band they have the songs that you that they can play let's say total clips of the heart just you know for you know, for uh, just for, for uh, example's sake, if, yeah, you know, for example's sake. <laughs> so they say, Hey, we can play Total Eclipse of the Heart. I go into that room, I go hit it, boys. I'm now the lead singer doing karaoke, but with a live band behind me. Now, this I, I am fully on board with this idea, by the way. There's number one, not enough karaoke spots in South Jersey. There, I did see the place you were talking about that was in Collingswood, I believe. You bet your ass, owned by a few um, uh, folks of Japanese descent. Yep, nothing against the art of Japanese karaoke, however, us Americans do it a little differently. Now, my second question for you about this business idea we all know that some great business ideas have come out of thin air and just struck at the right moment. Did this one come after drinking all day at your wedding and singing Total Eclipse of the Heart in front of a live band? It's not connected to the business idea at all, but is that where it spurred? Well, the the song itself, yeah. <laughs> but no, my brother had this idea beforehand, and, and uh, 
It made me think of it. Perfect. Yeah. He's going to be our COO. Um, you yep. can take the CEO and I'll be the CDO, the chief dick officer. And there we go. Yeah. We come up with our own side. We like to have fun here in our yeah. businesses. Yep. We'll create an LLC and we'll get it to go. How awesome would that be, though, if you get to go up there and you feel like you're in a fucking band? You get to be a lead singer for the day. You get to be a lead singer for four and a half minutes while some yeah. fucking Bonnie Tyler plays. That's everyone's dream to be able to fucking rock out. You just be a rock star for a minute. And, and if you want to, it's painted on the door. You can rock out with your cock out. We yeah. don't have any problems with oh, that. Oh, yeah. Have your four inches of fame. Yeah. Have your four inches of fame, whether you're a man or a woman. We'll support it. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. So I, I think you put that right on the Black Horse Pike. Mm -hmm. What's the What's the name? What's the name of the South Jersey karaoke block? Karaoke Kings. Karaoke Kings. That's a, that's a good Again, starting point. Whatever business you and I are opening... It will be our face. We will be the face of the organization in Blazers, in actually our our commercial that we did for local South Jersey car dealerships. Half done ties. Half done ties. We're just going to be Fake like mustaches, <laughs> even though you can grow one. No, but we're, it's going to look like a fucked up Pet Boys logo. You yes. got the, you, Man, Manny, Moe, and Larry, is it? Or is that the Three Stooges? That's I can't the tell. Three Stooges. Well, yeah. the Pet Boy guys, the one guy has a little fucking uh, mustache on there. That's going to be, yeah. We're going to set up the logo like Karaoke that. Karaoke Kings, and it's just you and I, double yep. thumbs up. Yep. Although every night would be an open mic night, technically, wouldn't it? Anybody can come well, in. Yeah, we don't have to be there every night because, you know, we're just going to be pay, cashing out. We pay people for that. Cash is king around. Exactly. Cash rules everything around me. Yeah. And, you know, we'll hire some people. We'll hire some whores. We'll have to get some shot girls in there, too. We'll have to, like, hit up Bacardi and see if they can send us a few girls from Pensacola. Yeah, we'll hit them up. Yeah. But I, I think that sounds like a great idea. Um, now, Revenue Stream, is it going to be um, a door entry to get in? Is it a per song? Uh, obviously, there's got to be a bar in there. Are we going to get a liquor license, or is this going to be under the table? Maybe it is per song. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be a drink situation. So, yeah, we're going to have to get a liquor license. We're going to have to get a bar in there. Yeah. Can't really do BYOB without yeah. them shutting us down again. Yeah. Yeah, again. Uh, I think what we can do is we can hit up our, our uh, uh, fellow bad boy Bobby Menendez in the yep. New Jersey Senate before he gets ousted. See if he can slide us a little liquor license across the table on his way out. That's the least he could do. That's the least he could do for all the promo we gave him on here with his gold bars from Egypt. Yeah, that fucking son of a bitch hasn't done anything else in, uh, yeah. you know, in his yeah. time. What are we paying taxes for? Yeah. Speaking well. of BYOB situations. Hell yeah. Just had the re-up show. Oh yeah. What did you guys? Uh, Sixth sold out show. It's the sixth in a row that was sold out at the yeah. Re-Up Fashion right there on the Haddon Avenue. Great turnout. A lot of fun. Every It was a really, really good show this time. Like, just good vibes all around. Every single comic crushed. Um, I'll tell you what, dude. I mean, every single comic crushed. I mean, they're everyone did so well. It was such a good show all the way through. Mm -hmm. um, Steve Bickle, I had close it out. He fucking murdered at a level that I have not seen. Old Stevie Bix? Old Stevie Bix, dude. He had me in tears. Holy shit. Um, What's uh, Steve uh, Bicklighter talking about these days? He talks a lot about how much he hates his wife and kids, Taylor Swift. Um, he starts out uh, talking about how Wawa has pizza. But he just, <laughs> he makes me laugh so fucking hard, dude. And he, he hit a different frequency of killing that night. And I was just so happy to have him on and, and close it out and see. Because I just, I haven't um, haven't worked with him a, a ton. It reminded me because I, I did a show with him like a month prior. And I'm like, dude, I fucking love working with Steve. Yeah. Got to have you on my show. 
Luckily, you know, he was available, but he uh, he fucking burned the, the bitch Sweet. down. Dude. Now, there's a boy I haven't seen in quite a while. Yeah. I remember uh, yeah, I'm, I'm PA a decent bit, and then uh, I remember he was doing his uh, his uh, showcase show at Callahan's in South Philly. Yeah, was him, there, and, the him and Lamizi, who was also on the show, who also crushed, yeah. who um, was happy to have him on because he's going to be leaving and, and going to Austin at some point soon. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah. Man. But he, he was so funny did a ton of material that i haven't seen before and um it was great dude audience was having a good time oh yeah you know sold out again rock solid audience rock hard performers it rock sounds like a, yeah. yep. how, how was that audience in there were they cooking any whores any hot women oh so i so i briefly mentioned this to you and wanted to bring this up so um you know how it is when whenever i i run the show um, it's a sold out show. I know going into it, but nobody will get there until minimum of like seven forty five. Yeah. So it's uh, you know the show starts today at seven forty five. There's not a goddamn soul in there, and it's, you know it's drive me crazy because I'm like, dude, because you need like forty five people is sold out fifty max, right? Yeah, yeah, and they all come at the same time, like seven fifty nine. Yeah, but so there's a a couple that came, um, you know, on time, maybe like seven thirty, seven forty five. And they get there, and I'm I don't recognize them at all. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, I wonder how, you know, if they're Tara's friends. But like, she didn't say hi to them, so I'm like, oh, in my head, I'm like, I, I wonder how they heard about the show. I overhear it's a a couple, probably like mid mid thirties or so. Um, you know, super nice. You know, mm-hmm. uh, got to talk to them a, a little bit, but not talking about anything in particular. I overhear the guy. Um, someone asked him like, oh, how'd you hear about the show? And he goes. I would listen to South Jersey Bad Boys. <laughs> oh, we had a bad boy. I had a bad boy live in the flesh. Ooh. And I overhear this. And go, uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the podcast. I go, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And uh, he's a, I, I completely forget his name because I was so shocked that he was a listener to the, the yeah. pod. So I apologize. Um, you know, shout out to, to my man. I forget your name. Write in and comment. I'll, I'll give you a proper shout out next time. Um, <laughs> but I do remember he's, he is a fellow uh, Audubon alumni Ooh. who, yeah, he's a fan of the pod, listens in and came out to the show, had a great time. Couldn't fucking believe it. It was Holy very, very shit. cool that to finally awesome. meet uh, just a, a fan in the wild yeah. who actually bought a ticket, came out to a show. Yeah. The pod's growing, baby. Yeah, it's nice to have. You love to see it. Yeah, so shout, shout out to my man. I apologize. I, I forget your name because I was just shocked. Enamored by. I was enamored by, yeah. by, by uh, your your performance and that's why it's so great seeing like people that uh either comment in you know we've had a a decent amount of them there we get a lot of uh um a lot of angry moms that are content about little league sports but every now and then there's a lot of very genuine stuff and then being able to tie a face to the username in our youtube comments section is awfully nice to have yeah uh and i I constantly will look at the analytics and see some demographics of it it's about 90 percent men so i think if we can just keep on getting the, (laughs) the bad boys in there they bring their bad wives with them and we can just continue this ever arching yeah um, at, at first i was wondering the dynamic of, of those two because i'm like hmm, i wonder how they heard about the show and then um i was wondering i'm like i wonder if like maybe the the wife is friends with somebody that heard about it or that, that's you um you know usually my assumption yeah. um 
and then as I you know started to talk to him a, a little bit, it definitely seemed like he had to kind of drag his wife out <laughs> to the show for being like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a fan of this random South Jersey podcast." Yeah. Um, but they they were both great. They both had a good time, and um, oh, that's great. Yeah, it was it was super cool to talk to him and meet them. That that is how it always, no matter what. I'm sure the podcasts that you listen to, even if they are comedy, Sam isn't listening to the same ones. No, I mean, and yeah. usually for a comedy show, it always seems like it's the husband dragging the wife out to the show to be like yeah no trust me this podcast is actually pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) it's usually like how it goes at comedy shows these days is husbands now dragging their wives to see podcasters yeah exactly which is pretty cool but like if he was listening to this program knows what it's about is used to the type of content comes to that show there isn't going to be anything that is said there that he's going to be like oh my god this is not the guy from the podcast yeah we're exactly how we (laughs) present What you see is what you get. Nothing more, nothing less. Which That's what, I, I think he can <clears throat> confirm. Yeah. But on the flip side, when the show that I was at on okay. Friday Tell. that I was on was a um, animal adoption center in Lindenwald. It was a fundraiser show up in Marlton. And I think the average age was about 65. Nice. Right up your alley. That is right up my alley. They were uh, they were hurting for a squirting. And <laughs> <laughs> You gave it to him. Yeah. And oh my God, you would be so livid to know that I mentioned Cherry Hill zip codes during my set. Jesus Christ. And I got to tell you, the four people that were there from Cherry Hill almost fell out of their seats. Everybody else was kind of (laughs) puzzled, but. Yeah, yeah, I bet. What a good way to isolate the entire audience by singling out four people from a local township mentioning their zip code. I was in the middle of no, I was in between like uh, a bunch of setups and stuff and then the punchline. So I was in the middle of it. I already had a place to go. The guy said something about being from Cherry Hill. So then I went into specifics and I was like, well, what zip code are you from? And like, but then that opened it up. It was like, oh, this guy is from South Jersey. So then after the show, people were coming up. I had a stack of business cards with me that links to the podcast stuff. And <laughs> Michelle Tomko ran the show. Fantastic shows. You ever see a Michelle Tomko show? Go see it. But she brought me up by saying I'm on the South Jersey Bad Boys. Let's so then people were like, what? What is that? And then after, they were asking me. And these you are like, else, if you don't listen to the pod and the name is South Jersey Bad Boys, people don't really know, like, do we take ourselves actually that seriously? Like yeah, they don't yeah. understand that it's like we're completely, uh, no. yeah. you know, ironically joking. And of course, because it was a fundraiser, I did a pretty clean uh, twelve to fifteen minute set, sure. so I can only see the amount of people that were like, "Oh, I liked him at that show. Let me listen to his podcast." And then they come on and they listen to like our last episode with Matt Byrne, and they're like, "My God, what did I get myself into?" Yeah, and then just the <laughs> amount that you will uh, reference. Uh, visiting uh-huh. local high municipalities, sports. high school sports. Um, yeah. I will say that it did come back around when they got to the raffles and someone asked, I did the raffle pulling. Yikes. And there was wrong a, guy to ask. Wrong guy to ask because you usually bet you- comics are like, hey, do you mind if I get out of here early? <laughs> it's like, I'm actually going to, would be happy to stick around for this. I'm staying. I'm helping <laughs> clean up and pack the chairs and tables up after this gig. And <laughs> there was a fucking, um, uh, what do you call the, the types of cookers that are big now? The, um, um, uh, Mexicans, not crock pot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not a crock pot, but um, something oh, like that. Air fryer. Air fryer. That's what it was. The lady who I called the right ticket for went ballistic that she won it, and I was just like, I was like, that's a real South Jersey broad right there. That's excited that she just won an air fryer, and she's like, my husband left with the last one I had, and I was like, like don't make this about you, bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, lady, I was like, you sound like a real broad from Voorhees right now. She's like, I fucking live in Voorhees. And You're the like, whole I... place just went, oh, man. They're going to have to get a guy on the roof inspecting that place because it blew the fuck off. <laughs> I mean, uh, so. Uh, local Danny. Old, old local reference Callahan. Uh, old Danny zip codes. <laughs> old talking about 42 exotics and. Uh, old zip code Callahan. <laughs> If I could go by the name Zip Code Callahan on Zip Recruiter, we'll really have a business. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we're building. We're building one zip zip code at a time. You saw it yeah. at the reup show. We had fans come out. Yeah, the, the army is growing. Yeah, dude. the South Jersey bad boys. Buh. We got a bad boy cult going on. Is there a better name for a group of, of bad boys? Yeah, like what? What's the name for like an army cult that maybe starts with a B? Uh, battalion, the Bad Boy South Battalion, South Jersey Bad Boy Battalion. It's a it's a mouthful, but I like Bad Boy, the Bad Battalion. Boy Battalion. The Bad Boy Battalions, yeah. Man, Bad your Boy battle station is growing. Yeah, I like it. And when we say man your battle stations, that means mount the closest living thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I say at least. But right. <laughs> so what else is crapping in my What man? else is crapping in? Um, couple of nice shows there that we had you want to um i got a couple of local news articles here we could dive oh, into let's dive in baby yeah i don't know if you heard this but there is a new new jersey bill that is seeking to completely ban smoking in atlantic city casinos really um governor murphy has said that if the bill makes it to his desk he is going to sign it um which would be the end of an era of where else can we possibly have left to smoke indoors i was just about to say that really is the only thing that ac has going for it is being able to smoke indoors yeah it, like it, that's why i would like to go it's like it's one of the few places left where you could just rip a cig yeah rip a stick indoors yeah i, I love doing that there you could sit on a roulette table and just blow smoke everywhere i, I love mean, the smell of cigarettes like like it an indoor cigarette my grandma used to smoke in the house and uh, it just brings me back dude it does especially in some of those old school south jersey living rooms that had the wood panels on the side oh, of yeah dude. This, the smoke like stuck to that we used to smoke in the house in college and it was great dude oh shit you got were you guys ripping american spirits yeah yep ripping american <laughs> spirits marble lights um for the most part and just ripping them inside and uh, couldn't breathe and just felt good. It just felt like you were you were home, right? It felt free. Dude. It did. I, I think one of the worst things that, that like laws that have gone into place in the last few decades has been banning smoking, not only in bars, but hospitals as well. It's yeah, kind of a, airplanes. Bring it back. Yeah, we got to bring it back. We tried bringing it back slightly by allowing vapes on airplanes, but now that's a problem, too, because you know these oh, fucking... Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Obama, as well. I mean... <laughs> No one can even fucking huff a vapor. I got in trouble for doing a whippet on a Spirit Airlines flight. I mean, what's the problem? Yeah, I mean, it's like, cool your jets. <laughs> cool your jets and trying to fly high on this fucking thing. Yeah, my God, the guy's just trying to be, you know, in the spirit. Yeah, we're just trying to be a couple of bad boys, so I think that'd be a bad boy move of the week. We you are gonna think Spirit Airlines would maybe encourage that, you know, just to, you know, have some in-flight enter entertainment. Yeah, the in-flight entertainment on Spirit is just watching the people fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who needs a TV? on the back of your headrest yeah you're like you're gonna see a fight on this flight so <laughs> don't don't worry about the wi-fi password you're, you're gonna be fully entertained yeah 
Did you see the video of a couple of weeks ago, a woman just pissing in the aisle on Spirit Airlines? Oh, my God, no. Oh, this was a hefty broad, too. She looked like she was packing some heat from Maple Shade, and she just dropped these <laughs> fucking... She just dropped she these dropped fucking... dropped some shade on them? Yeah, she dropped some shade on them. That's right. She, like, she was athletic enough to like do a little bit of a squat. She was nice enough to squat so she didn't piss on herself. Oh. But she's just in the aisle, and she says, I'm sorry, everybody. And she just like... Ew, what do you mean? She pulled out... She pulled it she open? She pulled... She pulled her leggings down and then just pulled some stuff to the side and just started ripping one. And I don't know <laughs> why. The, ripping one, like was it coming out like a fire hose? Um, it was it was a slight dribble. Okay. Um, and it kind of looked like a leaky faucet into a water main break real fast. Did she have an explanation? Could she just not that, get to the bathroom in time? That's the problem with this. And if anybody gets to in one of these situations, number one, make sure you're filming horizontally. Although it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the first priority. Yeah, that is number one. Um, but outside of that, you got to add context to it because a lot of these videos start in the middle of the conflict. They don't get what happened, what led up to it. Right. Because not everyone is filming all the time. Right, so right. It, it was tough to decipher what happened before or why she couldn't go into a bathroom if i could guess it's one of those really strict spirit airlines flight attendants who's probably pulling in 30 g's a year and has the authority to tell people like i and like the like flight attendants have like the legal authority like you have to obey them right so they tell her you can't go in the bathroom right now and this lady's probably like i gotta fucking piss and she's like no so then she just got up and pissed in the fucking aisle god yeah so, I mean, I've seen a lot worse pissing incidents, but that one was tied to a Spirit Airlines flight. It's tough on a flight because you yeah. were stuck in the air with uh, a bunch of degenerates with whatever smell like that, that's why people get pissed. If you bring something smelly to eat, mm -hmm. if you're farting on, on the yeah. airplane because you're stuck with that smell in the air and there's nowhere to go. Yeah, you're you're trapped. They if you're gonna pull your pussy lips to the side <laughs> and just fucking and just take a, a squirt, now I'm gonna be a little upset. Yeah. Yep. And then an all out brawl might ensue. But then you know who's gonna be stopping who? The five foot two flight attendant. It's like okay. right. And then yeah, you still gotta land, so you still got some. You know, you still gotta put up with it. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there ready to go on my honeymoon in a Spirit Airlines flight, and I'm considering whether or not I try and tackle the woman that's pissing, and she's also built like Jeremiah a trotter right so like so i'm not fucking with that like no. how do you approach that situation i don't know yeah I, I, th I think that uh yeah yeah try to upgrade to first class and yeah i mean even uh, first class of spirit that's like you're still sitting next to the bathroom in the front row yeah, it's like sitting in the front row of the bus yeah, front row of the greyhound I mean, don't bus. get much better you yeah. just get a little further away from the smell of the back of the plane that's yeah. all yeah and, and it's been a while since i've had to tackle abroad that mid piss but at least in that situation, there was more room. It was at an East Stroudsburg sorority party. So it was, <laughs> yeah, but last winter was crazy for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. uh, you know what pisses me off about sitting in the front row on those cheap airlines? Speaking of pissing off. Yeah, speaking of, you know what really grinds my gears? Lucy, what are you doing oh, over there? Okay. Come here. Um, on Frontier, I upgraded my ticket one time to sit in the front row because you get extra leg room. Sure. Um, final you're right. Frontier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If my final Frontier is going to be going down on a Frontier flight over the uh, Caribbean, that's what it's going to be on. Okay. When you get in there and I had a personal item, I didn't check a bag. I didn't um, have a carry-on. You have a personal item in your backpack. Yep. You know how typically you put it under the seat in front of you? Yeah. But now you're in the front row. There's no seat in front of you. Right. But you can't put it above you either because people you that put it under your seat or there's no room no there's no room because the people behind you put their shit under your seat right right so i got on and there was a bunch of people that already boarded and the flight attendant 
on this trip back in September was like, you have to put it over top. And I'm like, yeah, but the next row that I could put it in is in row 10. I'm in the first row. I was like, I'm going to have to get up and fight my way 10 rows back. Defeats the purpose of being in the fr front row. I was like, what did I upgrade for? And her response was like, yeah, you just got to get really creative about how you get back there. I was like, do you want me to start pissing in the fucking aisle? Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what do you mean? You want me to... I, I literally had to time it to where we're, we land and they didn't put the seatbelt sign on yet. As soon as it goes, I already have it off, but I'm running back 10 rows. And th the amount of people that are up in the aisle, less than two seconds. Oh, it drives, it drives you crazy. I'm like, you're on a Frontier flight. You didn't have money to upgrade to that, but like you got an important business meeting to get to? Like, what the fuck? Obviously, everyone thinks this, everyone talks about but it, you know, it, it apparently still needs needs to be said because to your point everyone does it every fucking flight so yep. everyone stands up and it's like if everybody just you know went in line this whole thing's gonna go faster yeah if, if you just let each row come out yeah and you, and you always have those assholes that get up real quick and they try to beat everyone to it and it drives you fucking crazy You're like hey buddy sit the fuck down let the people go in an orderly fashion in front of you yeah and this will all go faster this yeah. will all go smoother these are just like just mouth breathing people that like i can't believe that, that they, they think that the rules don't apply to that it's like the people that yeah. you know they go uh they they go on the side of the highway <laughs> if there's traffic they're like oh i don't want to sit in this you're like yeah no nobody does That's but you gotta fucking wait yeah yeah, and that's why any chance I get, I just chuck a handful of nails out of my car onto the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I've seen ambulances get flat tires, but a lot of the times it's a guy in a Dodge Charger trying to cut traffic. That's so right. That's yeah. where it's worth it. Yeah, throw out your personal spike system. Yeah, yeah. I got my own spike strip in the back of my car, and it's just yeah. a, it's just a bunch of stapled together nails. Yeah. So now going back to the um, uh, the smoking ban, yep. how do you think we should uh, address the protests that are going to ensue that if governor Murphy signs this into law, I feel like we should show up with a, a few cases of uh, Virginia slims and just start ripping it in casinos. Yeah. Yeah. If there's like a day, the last day that you can smoke in a casino, legally speaking, of course, I'm going to take advantage. It would be the best thing to protest too. Like there's so many, obviously more important <laughs> things that people protest. They're like, you know, for human trafficking and stuff like that. <laughs> and we're just out there ripping sticks. Like this is where we draw the line. This is where we, I ain't letting this fucking happen. <laughs> and the line is between outside the casino and in, and we just have a lit cigarette. We step on and we go out. Yep. The types of people that would show up to this protest are scary folks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 80-year-old mm -hmm. women that have been smoking a pack a day since the 20s, and now they're just like, yep, this is where I draw the I line. I mean, AC is such a, a shithole anyways, you could literally fucking bomb it and nobody would even know. Like, the fact that they're <laughs> that this is even really a priority that they're concerned about, it's like, do you guys have other bills that you should be kind of concerned about yeah. and addressing at this point? Who gives a fuck what goes on in Atlantic City? Nobody. The, the problem in Atlantic <laughs> City is that there are people smoking in the casinos. Yeah. There are people <clears throat> smoking crack on the boardwalk, but... Again, that's the only attraction they have is that you could smoke indoors there. Yeah. It's the only thing that brings in the tourists. Yeah. What would be left if you can't smoke in the casinos? What reason would you have... To go there. You can gamble on your phones now. That's uh, sitting in a casino. You can't smoke. I mean, now they're going to eventually they're going to say no drinking. Yeah, it's strictly for like club rats, bachelor and bachelorette parties and just fucking losing all your money and gambling. Yeah. Oh, what a sad. And that's it. And that's fine. Just keep it, you know, leave it at that. Yeah. And I, I just didn't think uh, Atlantic City could be more of a sad state of affairs. But telling me that I can't smoke my annual cigarette inside of an Atlantic City casino. I mean, now it's 
I mean, just like constantly, I'm getting barrage, barrage yeah, with it. It ain't right, dude. It ain't right. I don't like anything about that. Now, we will be holding a live podcast from Atlantic City Casino if they pass this bill and we have one day left to smoke, and it's going to be a smoking podcast on a boardwalk. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. I will file the permits and we'll be there. Damn right. <laughs> um, I got one other uh, local story here as well. Um, lawmaker wants New Jersey to count the potholes. Apparently, New Jersey ranks. Uh, among the worst states in the country for potholes, um, ninth in the state to be exact, and there is no information about potholes that are required to be in the reporting system. So basically... How do they rank these? You just have one guy <laughs> driving across the country. It's like, hey, mark that down. Another one in Jersey. No, another one. They just drive every single road in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. but I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah, for sure the potholes are I, horrible. I, I thought ninth was pretty low. I thought we were going to be top five. Yeah. There. Yeah. Who's who's number one? Does it say? Uh, I don't know. Let me go see. Philly's got to be up there. Philly should be its own state inside of there. Philly's to be one big pothole. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say if Philly's not top five. I would be shocked. <laughs> Philly's they, worse than New York. Yeah, and I I think it's got to be a lot of the northeastern states because they make a good point because of the climate we have in New Jersey. Our roads are susceptible to these potholes. Basically. They, they so break. many in the Northeast, though. You don't see that? Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. They, I just, maybe it's just not allocating the right tax dollars. I don't know. It might go over a little. Well. I mean, the, what they're doing with the tax dollars in Philadelphia, like, <laughs> God knows yeah. where the fuck any of that money's going. Because that city is running itself. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. it's run by the, the fucking people on motorcycles. No one gives a fuck yeah. what is happening there anymore. I, I guess how they're getting this data is filing claims with the state when they damage their vehicle from a pothole. Mm. Or like insurance claims or something. I think that's how they build all this but, up. I mean, how many times have you drilled a fucking pothole, fucked up your tire, just never... I, I've never reported something like that. No. You know, granted, I, I probably should... But there's, you know, there's so many people that I'm sure do not report that. And when you're driving drunk in the dark, you just don't know how many potholes you hit. Yeah, it could have been a body. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a woman. Man, I don't that was know. a huge pothole. It really <laughs> screamed, too. <laughs> Anyways, we're joking. Yeah, we're joking we're here. joking you. We, yeah. It's a comedy podcast. Loosen the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Talking about potholes here in state legislation. That was yeah. our local news for the week. Most of the New Jersey local news is just like politicians being corrupt or... I would love to see what they're actually like working toward of like bills that are being signed and, and, and stuff like that in Jersey. That's what you got going on right there. You got Atlantic City banning smoking and we got to fill these fucking potholes. Yeah. And we're going to hire a bunch of mobsters to do it. We're going to pay under the table. They're going to uh, uh, be very corrupt businessmen. Yeah. And we're going to. When, yeah. when is governors up for re-election? When are governors up for re-election? I couldn't tell you whether governors. Is there a term limit for years? How does it work? I think. Who would know this? <laughs> who? Where could we the, find this out? Who the fuck would. Do, we need a political correspondent yeah. calling into this show. We Should got. We call our Lindenwall lawyer? I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, we could, we could try calling our I mean, not, not right now. I'm just saying in general, when I mean, we have stuff that come up, maybe that's our best That's our best point of contact. Yeah, that's our best point. That's the only guy that I would trust to know the law. He does a lot of family and domestic disturbances. But, I mean, uh, where else to get that type of information from? The guy that's in the trenches of the court system. Yeah. I love the picture that we have of him, that Lindenwall lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah. The real fucking just ratty. Lo that was a headshot that he took when he worked as a janitor. Yeah. yeah. And we just carried that over to his law firm. Yeah. 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 Real real lawyer, by the way. It looks like uh, one of Rick Adana's old headshots. <laughs> 
which by the way we got to have him on we, yeah. we've been uh you know going back and forth with them yeah um that's our, our schedules have not aligned they have not aligned and have not been in synergy with one another our schedules have not aligned <laughs> we gotta get bad boy Riccadonna in here though bad true ricky true dad um dry, dad. he had a dry bar special to come out recently yeah that's why we were gonna have him on to, to promote that which obviously we still will but yeah um yeah i gotta check that out dude love love sl- yeah Adana. old slick Adana did a dry bar special very clean comedy but we get him on here and we'll take him down a few notches get a little raunchy Oh, with yeah. old Ricky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Slick it down a baby. Slick it down. <laughs> a little slippery tyke that he is. <laughs> tyke is a word that I feel like should not be used. I, I feel know. You threw that out there and I was like, oh, hey, whoa, careful. It's, I think you got away with that one. But yeah, it doesn't, it seems like it's getting away with one. Yeah, it almost does. I feel like I am getting away with it, but I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll ride it out. We'll see how close I can come. <laughs> Again, feel like you're getting away with one there. Yeah, we're gonna get away with a lot at that South Jersey karaoke bar, though. I tell oh, you, dude, it's a, it's, a, it's a good idea. Just wait till we start money laundering in that place. Oh yeah, um, we can do a car wash out back too. By the way, okay. But oh, and you know the thing that came to mind while we've been discussing that feels like a remember Rock Band the game? Yes, where you actually got a drum set and a fake guitar. It feels like it would be the live version of that with a focus on singing and not playing an instrument. True, but the the only difference being everyone else in the band knows how to play really well when you're playing that game you know not everyone's good at the drums or that like you have a full legit band who's yeah. like we're gonna play this song perfectly and then you're just gonna sub in as the lead singer yeah that's amazing and yeah. I, re- I remember when rock band incorporated a singing aspect into it with one of their later releases it was kind of tough because it would just judge your pitch that yeah. you were on mm-hmm. not really the words but i love how many families the um the game rock band broke up around the holidays yeah you remember when those games were first starting to come out big on xbox and playstation yeah. some dad's like nice vibrato buddy <laughs> But then other ones, you got someone's grandpa in there who hasn't played the drums since the 60s. He's so off tune, and it's just like <laughs> fucking people losing their minds. Yeah. And yeah. To your point, it was very hard to kind of, uh, you know, be in tune there and, and yeah. make it work. It was it was fun. It was uh, more, more so with the instruments. It was fun while it lasted for these people's rock band careers as well as their marriages. My Aunt Kelly couldn't play the fucking bass to save her life. Guitar Hero was fucking sweet. Guitar Hero. That's what the original one was. Then it formed into rock band. Yeah. Okay. Damn, I got to find... I don't I don't have the old uh, drum set around, but you know, I would kill on easy on that game. Guitar Hero was so much fun. Yeah. Um, it was weird because it didn't... You know, obviously didn't play like an act... Like, People got so goddamn good at that and did not know how to play guitar. Yeah. It, it would have been really cool, and, and they probably did do this, if they figured out a way to make a video game that just taught you with a real guitar because, you know, p- kids were incredible at that because it was a video game. But I'm like, if you could actually sub this in to be a real instrument and that could teach you how to play. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Because the thing that was missing was you were just p- pressing the buttons. Just pressing buttons. And I think those types of games started. You remember the DDR dance game? Yeah. Dance Dance Revolution on the boardwalk? Uh-huh. They had it in, in Ocean City and there was like grown men that were so into it. They had to hold the bars behind them and they were just dancing like this. Yeah. And I, I was the best. Remember Swartzen and Grandma's Boy? Yeah, yeah, oh just God, like that. Like, oh, sorry. Did, did I beat it? New high score. What does that mean? Did I break it? <laughs> He's that, like, okay, I guess I'll give it a shot. One of the best scenes of all time. Yeah. 
Now that exact game, DDR kind of fed into Guitar Hero. That yeah. was Rock Band. That's and true. That the DDR was kind of the the OG of of those games. Just you have to the hand eye coordination with hitting it at the right time, and then it got into like a music sync. And now we're gonna bring it all back full circle to where we have a live bands yeah. there i remember my uh my girl cousins they used to have like ddr we go over for like family parties and stuff and you'd you'd have to act like you didn't want to play or you yeah. weren't even good at you're like well I, I, how do you even do this thing and the- then you're you're really on there you're really trying <laughs> <laughs> really fucking trying they bring out you wanted to play so bad it was oh, so much yeah. fun and they bring out that little like plastic mat that you have to dance oh, on yeah. it's like that, that didn't register my right foot yeah this is so stupid I, you guys do this all day could you put on uh hit me baby one more time <laughs> yeah that was, a, that was a fun game dude and then you don't hit a perfect note and then it fucks up your entire rhythm if yeah. i missed one note i was all fucking out of whack and yeah. i was done for yeah i bet dude I, yeah I, I would not peg you as a guy with great footwork no i I've definitely been called a guy that they would want to peg but just leave it at that <laughs> There he is. There he is. There old he zip code Callahan with another. Cali. Yep. We'll stamp that one into the post office in Willingboro, New Jersey. Oh, I got yeah. another <laughs> article here. This is a good one. Uh, slappy meals. Servers hit customers hard in the face at a bizarre restaurant in Japan. Really? Yeah. So patrons at an eatery well, called. Suck me sideways. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up for this shit. This Patron... is how people got to get off. Get off nowadays. You're like, when I go to a restaurant, I need to be fucking smacked in the face to feel something well especially in japan all their porn is blurred so like what does a guy gotta do they go to a live eatery and they're like hey could you just smack me around a bit yeah that would be a hit in america yeah it would be it would be a literally a hit we should bring that to the karaoke bar there we go maybe that's our idea that's that's the unique selling proposition that's our pokemon sort of thing that, that we're, is we're gonna steal from japan bring it over here it's yeah gonna be a huge hit yeah and you gotta throw a fucking smack them restaurants yeah you gotta throw a master ball at us and we're gonna slap you in the face that's right yep now this eatery in uh, japan is called Shakahagahoya in japan <laughs> is that the official pronunciation uh, that's how i pronounced it it's okay. got a, it's got a a, a dash in the middle there so i wanted to be respectful to the culture uh, of course. Um, careful then nagoya japan um you can pay a waitress to slap you in the face uh, a recent video that went viral guess how much it costs to have this done u.s dollars um 30 bucks no 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 let's see go a little higher or a little lower and i'll i'll tell you the answer after that wait so are, do i go a little higher or a little lower you if you th- it's not 30 bucks but do you think it's more or less more no dude it's two u.s dollars really to have a kimono wearing stone-faced woman slap you in the face over and over again some will give you backhanded slaps too wow and just in the face like you know, they're all... yeah just in the face it's all they smack do smack you on the ass or anything no just in the face um huh. now a little uh inside baseball here you don't actually have to go to japan and get slapped in the face while eating dinner you could do that at my house upstairs at my <laughs> yeah. dinner table you piss off the hibachi chef enough you you can get that going for free. Yeah, yeah. Especially when the hibachi chef is your bitch wife. And I'm like, I want a fucking onion stack on this plate. Yeah. And then yeah. She, she just doesn't get the fire lit enough. Right. Yeah. So I get slapped in the face. No more sake. <laughs> Smack right in the face. So, yeah, the, the waitresses will sometimes strike the diner so hard that they're knocked out of their seats. One man was wheeled out before a line of the patron striking waitresses who bowed before taking turns clipping him around the ear. <laughs> uh, Let's go. And then patrons like it so much that they uh, thank their assailants for their violent service. So okay, it's been running strong. Pain getting freaking on it. (laughs) 
they've been doing it since 2012 and it's become so popular that they had to hire waitresses specifically to slap people to meet demands. Wow. Damn. And I wonder if they if they have specific training where they're like, look, you don't want to go too hard. You don't want to go too soft. This is a happy medium. Could you imagine the HR training for that place? Or imagine the guy who, like, how they train. You just have one dummy guy who's like, can we bring in Jeff? And he just sits there and just gets, okay, now, you know, you take your turn just smacking somebody right in the face. Yeah, but that adult man looks a lot like me wearing, like, an adult Depends and that's it. And I'm yeah. just there to get slapped around in training. Yeah. I would do it. I yeah. bet you would. <laughs> that training video would have to. I had to sit when I worked at Wawa, go through the training there, and it was all just like animated videos with an HR person, like, and then you do this, and then make sure you do this for safety. Yeah, but, I gotta imagine their HR department's a goddamn nightmare. People, <laughs> people complaining, getting smacked too hard. Jesus Christ, getting smacked. Now, the only close thing I've seen to that in the U.S. are those uh, hurricane shots. You ever see those on video online? Hurricane shots. It's like people I've seen in bars will get a hurricane shot where what they do you take a shot of something and then they throw water in your face and while you're getting thrown water in your face you get slapped across the face no and, i haven't seen that that's that's in america that's in america they do that at random bars touristy locations it's in florida a lot yeah, um I <laughs> you i forget i don't know what the shot is but they will then throw water in your face and slap the shit out of you well you know when i have to take a shot that's kind of how i have to take it so i actually would appreciate that because i hate taking shots so it's like throw some mm. water in me uh, on my face and, and smack me around a bit just to go little yeah just to get through it yeah actually i didn't realize that or think about that it probably does take the taste out of your mouth real quick yeah i think that's probably why they started it yeah it's like hey man i'm gonna need some help sucking this down <laughs> throw some water in my face and give me a good smacker <laughs> smackeroo right in the face yeah that's a good bit i mean it's another we're talking all business yeah. models here i think that should be brought to south jurors yeah um I got a couple more here. We got a few minute left here. Um, and then uh, can get on with it. Uh, I enjoyed this one personally. A 10-year-old boy has called on Apple. This is actually making its rounds in the news quite a bit. He's calling on Apple to redesign the offensive nerd emoji. Um, apparently, I didn't know this, but you know the nerd emoji on your phone, like the little smiley with the glasses on sure. it? It's actually called the nerd emoji inside of there. So this 10-year-old kid um, found the current emoji offensive, insulting due to its portrayal of prominent front teeth and saying, we want to change this, and they're making it horrible for people that wear glasses, um, saying that they shouldn't call it a nerd emoji. And you know who the type of person that would come out to speak about this shit? Fucking, Fucking nerd. nerd. Yeah, what else are we supposed to call it, dude? Yeah. He said that they, he, he redesigned the emoji and he p pitched it to Apple. And he said that they should call it the genius emoji. Now, in one okay. vein. Either way, can we still make fun of them? <laughs> yeah. All the geniuses now. I mean, look at any genius today. I mean, we know so many of them in the area, both nationally, locally. Got a lot of prominent geniuses. And uh, I think they all still get made fun of quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, you first, I'm just rattling off the top of my head. You got Joe Biden, Bob Menendez, Elon Musk. I mean, just geniuses that haven't been able to escape any assault. Chris Collinsworth is another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, in one vein he goes, I don't want to call it the nerd emoji, but we're going to call it geniuses. It's like, why don't you just pat yourself on the back a little bit harder? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I don't know that that's so dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> 
There's yeah. a lot of emojis that we could probably. I don't We're know. We're gonna call it the genius emoji because I wear glasses and I'm not a nerd. Yeah, yeah. To oh, your and point. you have glasses on too. Have you ever been called a nerd because you wear glasses? Because this kid said it. It offends everybody that wears glasses. Yeah, only by my mom. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. I mean, I only wear glasses when I have to to fucking read. Yeah. Bro. Now, if we're going to take emojis really literally, what I would do is let's change the common um, uh, portrayal of the eggplant emoji as one's penis, uh, because that's offensive to Irish guys like me, where (laughs) we're not really clocking in in the eggplant category. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No. we get half a celery stick? Yeah. Can we get a little- little uh, rebranding? Can we get a little uh, uh, French fry in there? Can we we get a baby carrot, perhaps? (laughs) Yeah. Not all of us have eggplants. Yeah. Let's let's change that as well. Not many people- really are in the, uh, the the realm of calling their ass a peach. You see the peach that looks really supple. You want to bite into it? Yeah, but I think that we took liberties with that and we, we appointed those. Yeah. The butt cheek and, and the, the penis. The penile. Yeah. Um, representatives. Yeah. I'm still going to call on Apple to change it. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> d- d- give them your stuff, dude. <laughs> give them, I'm gonna Show give them your stuff. D- zip codes, Callahan. I'm gonna I'm gonna send them in and be like, listen, the the, the <laughs> eggplant emoji cannot be commonly referred to as a penis. Take a look at mine. Yeah. I'm just sending dick pics printed out in the mail to Tim. Cook. As you should. Yeah, yeah. What else can we do in this economy? Uh, I'll get one last one here. Uh, a hospital worker who had sex with more than 100 corpses over 15 years went undetected Jesus. due to serious failures. Um, this is a guy who is already serving a life sentence for double homicide from 1987, but they found out that he had sex with more than 100 corpses before he was put in prison for a double homicide. Okay. He was working at the hospital? He was working at the hospital, and he entered into the hospital. They gave a number here. Here's what uh, this Jesus this guy looks Christ. like. In case. Oh, my God, dude. He looks like a fucking corpse. Yeah. <laughs> In case you needed any confirmation that this guy indefinitely is a creep, here's what it was. Uh, An electrician who uh, would occasionally have to perform maintenance on the refrigeration system in the mortuary, he routinely entered the department as many as 444 times in one year, was not questioned by anybody why he was going into that part of the the mortuary. 440 times? Yeah. At least multiple times a day. On average, more than once a day was going into this area as an electrician and no one bothered to ask why do you go in there twice a day over also, the like <laughs> did they get to the point where they're like hey yeah w- the work is done we don't need you anymore yeah yeah jesus how, how much electric what kind of excuses i mean no one even asked him but if somebody did i think he would have an excuse built up but then you go in there so many times it's like oh fucking frank isn't gonna ask me why i'm going in here i've been going in here twice a day for a year oh my god an excuse is like yeah you know it's on the fritz you know the freezer in here it's on the fritz i gotta you know i gotta stabilize that you just make up a bunch of words yeah but i mean these guys are how awfully they, shifty how do they catch them um they had a report that was done um it's a pretty lengthy piece here let me see if they figured out how they found it pretty he's lengthy piece he's a, they never <laughs> say about your penis <laughs> Um, he was later convicted of murder finally had his necrophilia spree uncovered in 2020 when police used DNA tied to him in the 1987 slangs of two women Uh, during the investigation they discovered millions of images of sexual abuse in his home these images included videos of him having sex with dead bodies of women in the hospitals and this is a British guy by the way this isn't a South Jersey guy this is an American we're we're pretty big pieces of shit over here but not like a Brit with a fucked up smile like this guy I mean Jesus Jesus. Christ so 
know I what's mean, fucked up about the, the most disgusting people of all time? The kind British of, or this guy in particular? Both. <laughs> you know, the combo of the two. Uh, but yeah, the, the pedophiles, the necrophiliacs, they always are. They always get caught because they tape themselves. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? I don't know. But I mean, I guess they're sick enough to be doing that that they like to... I don't know. They want to get caught? Is watch. that the thing? Do no, they... I think they probably just watch it back. Like, Yeah, yeah, they film it. But, I mean, he had millions. They said millions of photos and videos. Well, I guess, you, again, this is trying to get in the mind of a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Um, but you can't exactly be Google searching some of that stuff. So maybe they think, hey, I got to make my own tapes here. No, yeah. Take my own photographs. Yeah. Um, God, that is fucking despicable. If you got to do something, you got to do it right. You got to end it. on a positive note. It is. It, the positive story that you can take from this is that if, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Um, just like, you know, he couldn't solicit other work and he was just like, listen, there's nowhere I can find millions of these types of photos and videos. So I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it the way I want. And Ugh. this guy took the liberty to do it. And he's been in prison since before we were born. So at least that's good. Fucking rocked in there. Did you see that uh, Derek Chauvin got stabbed twenty two times in prison? The twenty two. Yeah, is he still living? Still alive? Apparently. Holy shit! Apparently in stable condition. Damn. What kind of? What was he getting stabbed with? A plastic I don't know. spork or something? I don't know. A little little shank. <laughs> little self made. Little shanky I, I shank. Suppose. I'm not sure what he got stabbed with, but yeah, twenty two times. Damn. Somebody got that piece of shit. <laughs> Damn, he, uh, I would imagine he's not the most popular guy in the cafeteria come lunchtime. That's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, yeah. Apparently not. 22. Yeah. Times. You know what? Whoever did that, I'm sure they got caught in prison. They probably got added on time to their sentence. But for somebody like him, now that he has that, like, he's a known, like, victim of this stuff, he's probably going to be put in solitary away from everybody. Like, yeah, I don't know what they do with those guys. Like, yeah. um, you know, after an incident like that, or do they, yeah, do they put them away for a mm-hmm. certain amount of time while they recuperate and then they toss them back in with the wolves? Back Either in the gym, way, that, back in the know, gym pop. I yeah. hope certain dudes get fucked up like that. Like Jeffrey Dahmer, for example. Yeah. It's often believed that the, everybody cleared that room with the guy that ended up killing him in prison. That it was, oh, I'm, I'm sure that happens often. Yeah. It, and it was in the, um, uh, the series that they did on Netflix yeah. mm-hmm. and they showed how he was just alone in this room and that guy just brought out like a bat or a pipe or something and yeah. just basically beat and the cops the not the cops the security guards were just like we're not getting involved yeah it, i i, I get yeah. i bet you there are situations too where you know certain people come in with crimes that are so horrific that it's you know the the guards or whoever kind of band together and they go look like with a, with a person like this we're gonna look the other way if if you guys want to fuck this person up yeah now, would you, obviously, I think the easy um, choice for anybody that's in prison, get put out of your misery. You don't have to spend the rest of your life in prison. You just get killed there. But, like, for the victim side of things, like, would you want to see them, like, if something, if somebody, like, you wanted to go to prison that were tied to a crime with you or whatever, right. you'd want to see them rot in there until they're, like, die I in their think 80s. So, yeah, I think that's the easy way out if they kind of get... Killed, right? If they get killed or they kill themselves, it's, yeah. like, justice. I, I, I feel like I've seen enough uh, true crime documentaries where they the family's victim mm-hmm. or the the, uh, the victim's families they always tend to feel that they uh, they don't get justice when that happens yeah um, so I don't know yeah tough to say it is tough because then you gotta be like well the amount of money and support and resources that are going towards for people if they live in prison forever because now they can get like degrees in jail and stuff and yeah and you don't want to see somebody turn it around and pretend and pretend that uh 
that they're a different person now. I mean, I'm sure that's got to be tough. Yeah. Unless, you know, who knows? Unless depends on the crime and the situation and yeah. and, and, and all of that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can understand the point of not wanting them to get the easy way out because it's like you put us through suffering for the rest of our lives yeah and now you're you're done yeah you only went to prison for what five days and then yeah it's knocked out yeah so yeah i could see that i think you want them to kind of stay in there for the long run yeah yeah that's probably the best scenario to take out of that so yeah all righty all right well i mean we uh, had a great conversation about prison reform while covering some <laughs> local news and this is why fans that come out to the re-up shows they stick around they are fans why, for, of us for life so what else you got going on coming up here you want to um, I will be at Punchline this weekend. Ooh, um, yeah. I'm opening for Eric D'Alessandro. Oh, D'Alessandro. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, first time working with him. I know he's got a huge following, super funny guy. I'm very excited to be working with him. Um, and that's really it for now. And then I got some stuff coming up. Um you know that I'll talk about. You know, ne- next pod. And we are doing. We gotta get Marky Mark on here before we do that Ready Set Joke show with him in January. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be doing. That's in, I think Glenside. Maybe I think is yeah, where it is. Glenside. But either way, we'll have him on there. That's a that'll be an interesting improv-y type of show. Yeah. Um And then on my end, it's just the Lindenwald Moose on the sixteenth. Let's uh, let's get, get out. Baby. Let's pack the moose out and get some busts on the wall. Yeah. We'll see you later.